Welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano from Feliciano Financial Group. In this podcast, brothers and certified financial planner professionals, Jose and Jeff, explain that money is just a tool to achieve the things you want in life, a tool to make the decision to live life on purpose. They draw from years of experience to demonstrate that when your money aligns with your goals, you can live a purposeful life. Because when your vision is clear, your decision is easy. Hello and welcome to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Jose, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I am great. Jeff, how are you, man? Hey, unbelievable. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I always love talking to you guys. It's so much fun. Uh, and you, you you, didn't give me much to go on today. Sometimes you'll send me notes, and, and today you just sent me a list, but I find it very, very interesting. Um, I'm a little surprised by this list. Uh, you sent me a list of 10 people who should be on your retirement team. And I like that you call it a retirement team because I always think of baseball uh, when we talk about what you guys do, because you guys really are orchestrating a lot of people for your clients' lives, right? You're orchestrating all these people that that should be a part of your clients' lives to help them fulfill what they want to do in retirement. Um, and so I, I, I love that. And we're just going to go through this list of the 10 people uh, one by one, right? You bet. Okay. Well, let's 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 kick this off. CFP, that's a certified financial planner. I'm pretty sure we got that one covered with you guys, right? Well, you know, the thing is, you you mentioned baseball. I think that's a great analogy. I mean, you have the coach of the team, and then you've got outstanding players that play first base, second base, shortstop, but you need everybody to win the ball game. And, and if each position specializes in different things. And, and I think a certified financial planner is very important because you have to specialize in estate planning, tax planning, insurance, investments, retirement. But you can't be a specialist in all those fields, so you really have to have relationships out there, and they're all important. Yes, they're all important. I mean, because at the end of the day, if you think about all the decisions that we make with money, uh, there's always an impact that it has on everything else. So in order for us to you know, make smart choices with money, whether it's for ourselves or our families or a business, we have to take a look at different things uh, and see how they interact with each other and impact each other. Uh, so taxes and estate planning and asset protection and investments and insurance and, you know, all of those things do tie together uh, in the context of the financial decisions that we have to make every day. Uh, so it is important to have certain people on your team and, you know, make sure that we're very organized and you in an attempt in an attempt to simplify it all so that the better decisions that you make, the better impact that it has on you and your family and the people that you care about. Yeah. And I, I love visualizing that that position as that coach, because you're bringing in the correct pitcher, right, that, that needs to play at that moment. You're, you're bringing in these different people and putting them in the positions because you guys know the strengths, right, that, that need to be had in that position at that time. And so I, I think that's great to lead off with the CFP as kind of the coach of the team here. Uh, the second person you've got on your list is an estate planner. Why? Well, you know, I could speak for me personally. If you have a lot different real estates, uh, properties, and you want to make sure that you have protection from one versus the other, then you need an estate planning, planning attorney, not only just your real estate, but if you have a business, you want to make sure you pass it on to the next generation. You need some legal work done for if you got key employees in your firm to 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 continue on with the business, uh, but a state planner is very important because you 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 thinking you can't live forever, so just knowing the fact that you know what if you you've got a game plan and you want to live life on purpose for yourself, 
But what if you don't make it? You've got people that you care about around you. So you want to have an estate planner that really lines up the dots to, to make sure that things flow from one generation to the other in the most efficient manner and very in a smooth manner for sure. Yeah, you know, and, and if you think about it, I mean, we take a lifetime to build the wealth that we build. You know, hard work, sacrifice, saving money. Um, you know, some are fortunate enough to inherit pretty good assets, whether it's land or in money or property or businesses. But at the end of the day, you know, all those things do tie together. So thinking through or making sure that, you know, if we got sued, unfortunately, we're in a pretty sue-happy society, that the assets that we do have are protected. If we're running businesses and have business interests, we want to make sure that we're protected. Uh, if we have rental properties and real estate, we want to make sure that if something happens that we're protected. Uh, so unfortunately, only attorney can do that. So there's a little bit of planning involved of making sure that, hey, here's my entities, here's what I'm trying to do. You know, uh, what are the plans to make sure I'm protected? But somebody's got to draft those documents and get us incorporated and, and separate those entities so that we can provide the protection, um, as well as ultimately, you know, something happens to us. Uh, what do we want to have happen to the assets that we built up? Who do they go to? How do we avoid probate as best we can? How do we keep things private? And in those situations to where we want to provide a little bit more structure, you know, an attorney is going to have to put certain trusts in place um, in order to, you know, make sure that those assets are spread out or they're protected from creditors and lawsuits over kids or divorces or ultimately it stays in a bloodline. Uh, whatever those situations or needs that are important to, you know, us and our families, uh, we have to have that estate planner, that attorney on our team to help draft those documents. And adding just one thing, if you don't become proactive in your planning, then if somebody becomes disabled or has a stroke or whatever, then you go find an estate planner to protect your assets in the event of a long-term care. So, you know, you either plan or you don't plan, it's still a game plan, but we really recommend that, that um, an all-star estate planner is very important to your team. All right. Well, the next person on the list is pretty easy to understand why you have them here, but a CPA. Yeah, I mean, you want, you know, I mean, part of creating wealth is what? Reducing taxes. You know, that's right. Not paying the yeah, Uncle Sam so that much. So making sure that somebody's <laughs> at least looking at, uh, all right, am I saving money the most tax efficient way? Am I accumulating money the most tax efficient way? When I get to a point down the road and I start taking income, what buckets do I pull from? Uh, what investment vehicles do I pull from with the mindset of how do I do it the most tax efficient way? Uh, so that that's in a very important part of the team. It's part of planning is reducing taxes. Um, and some of the more sizable estates, uh, you know, you have to think through that if I do pass away and money goes to kids and grandkids, how do I avoid as much capital gains tax or income tax or federal estate tax as possible within the scope of the law? So uh, super, super, very important. Um, taxes are, it's, you know, there's only two truths, right? Death and taxes. Yeah. And I, just real quick on top of that is, is that, um, you know, there's a difference between tax preparation and tax planning, and you really got to call time out and think through, are we, are we able to take advantage of the things that we're entitled to? And some people just don't call time out as they're in the accumulation phase to take advantage of the tax laws, or I shouldn't say worth, wealth. All right. Next person on your list is a charitable planning specialist. 
Well, you know, that's, that's what, you know, the older I get, you know, I think we talked about in the last podcast that, you know, some people get into uh, stuff and things. They want to be able to travel and do those things. And if they got the money to do that, then what's next? Uh, It's always helping and serving others. And I think that's important to a lot of people. So they really, you know, there's, there's things that had a huge impact on people's lives, you know, such as colleges or, or certain charity organizations or people that assisted them and helped them along the way and they want to pay it forward. So uh, charity is very, very important to a lot of folks and church and, and those type of things. And they want to be able to uh, give back because they help others and they want to have an impact in some way, whether it's time or money. Uh, but having a uh, charitable specialist, uh, they, they know the tax laws and how do we take advantage of the tax laws to not have to pay t- Uncle Sam, but we can use some of those dollars to redirect to charities that we care about. Yeah, so I had a, you know, I, I see situations like that all the time. I mean, matter of fact, we're in November. So a lot of these fourth quarter reviews that we have, you know, we're looking at uh, expenditures, uh, charitable gifts, um, yeah, portfolios to see what needs to be done between now and the end of the year from a tax perspective before it's too late. And one of the things that we do identify and see quite often is, you know, we've we've got clients that may give five thousand a year to church or charities. They may give thirty, forty, fifty thousand a year to church or charities. And one of the biggest mistakes we see all the time is people will just write those checks out of savings and uh, investments or their checking accounts, and they don't realize that. Wait a minute, you're telling me that I've got to use after-tax money to you know, write those checks. Cause most of the time when they give them personal, you know, there's not a, there's really not a big deduction for that because the standard deductions are so high. But, um, you know, if we can redirect those to come out of their retirement plans, uh, so they can use pre-tax dollars to pay for those things. And, you know, it's just a more tax efficient way. And you're able to give more money to the church or to the charity of your choice because you're using those qualified funds and not having to pay taxes on those to make those bequests. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Just a quick example. Let's just use an absurd example. I'm sorry. Let's use an absurd example. Let's say you bought Walmart for a dollar a share and it's worth $100 a share today and you wanted to make a $10,000 donation to a church then instead of paying capital gains tax and selling that Walmart stock for 100 and pay the capital gains tax on $99, you can take that Walmart stock, donate to the charity, and then they can sell it at $100 a share and you didn't have to pay the taxes. So that's just one quick example, but it's stuff like that. All right. An insurance specialist. And we've talked about protection and insurance on this podcast before. You guys have a ton of information about that. Um, so explain again why they need to be on the team. You know, there's multiple reasons for that. I mean, uh, the reality is, is one of our biggest line item expenses, uh, especially in retirement, is how are you going to address health care? Um, there's health care in the sense of before I'm 65, medical. Uh, when I do turn 65, I've got Medicare and I've got to get a Medicare supplement and a prescription drug program. And, you know, I've got to address those issues. Uh, but also later on in life, if you know, what if I don't just pass away suddenly? What if I need some sort of care and I've got to go into a nursing home or assisted living facility or I would prefer to stay in my own house but have somebody come in and ha- help take care of me or my wife or my grandmother or my grandfather. So having a good insurance specialist that can take a look at those things, uh, assess what the... 
uh, needs are, uh, what the um, possible scenarios would be, and and come up with a solution of how we're going to pay for it or address it uh, is critically, critically important. Um, you also have life insurance and premature death. Uh, you have a premature death in business situations where you have multiple partners and how you're going to address, you know, some sort of buy-sell agreement or a death between a partner. Uh, but there's a lot of insurance situations that, you know, you just have to make sure that your defense is, is solid. And if something were to happen unexpectedly, that uh, there's a plan in place to address those things. And, you know, and an independent insurance specialist because if, even if you determine what the need is that you want to you need a 10 million dollar pay uh, policy to pay for estate taxes or if you need a five hundred thousand dollar policy to do x to provide income for your family whatever the insurance whatever the situation is whatever the need is then the next step is you want to go with an independent advise uh, insurance specialists because they represent a hundred different companies and we can shop between all the companies because everybody wants the best value for what you can get for that dollar that you're spending so so not only that we have to take care of the risk that's involved but we do want to find that the, the best policy for the uh for the um, um uh, to, to solve the problem uh, the, the next one on the list is a little bit surprising to me you say that everybody should have a life coach on their retirement team well, you know, for me, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, people that retire and and uh, they lose their self-identity. And uh, sometimes we get uh, caught up into doing stuff and things that we can delegate and not focus on the things that we can't delegate, such as your faith or your family or fun. If you can delegate fun, you definitely call me because I'll have all the fun for somebody. Uh, health, you can't delegate health. And so, you know, I think that having a life coach just kind of you know, what did you accomplish last year and, and focus on things that you accomplished instead of looking to tomorrow and a lot of people just not satisfied where they're at, but kind of living in the moment and being gratitude. But a life coach, you know, even for me, I've, have, I've had mentors and coaching. Somebody told me at the age of 19 personally that a person can learn by their mistakes, but a smart person learns by other people's mistakes. And I've always had mentors and coaching that had me look at things a, a different way that uh, – you know, if I can uh, share with people what my challenges and fears and concerns are, and we kind of lay that out and have a game plan, then, uh, you know, you kind of move forward in life with confidence. All right. Now, the, the next person on your list, I, I know that people need someone like this when they're, you know, shopping for homes or thinking of selling a home. But why do you think it needs to be on a retirement team, a realtor? Well, you know, I think that's that's kind of case by case. I mean, you know, for, for, for some people, I mean, they just have their personal residence. For some people, they may have a personal residence and, you know, a few pieces of property. But you'd be surprised to see, you know, how many people in retirement, at or approaching retirement, uh, that are, you know, ac still accumulating wealth, uh, whether it's uh, real estate or land or looking to relocate to, you know, uh, a different part of uh, Texas or the country. Uh, so having just a, a someone that you can lean on, a professional that you know that you can go to in and when the situation presents itself is just an important person to have on the team that knows you, that knows your situation, that knows what you're looking for. And uh, we just we've experienced a lot of clients that, you know, have those needs that are looking to accumulate assets that it's always a good person to have that person on the team as well. And, you know, there's some people that want to keep the real estate if uh, if the others spouse passed away or they want to get full value for their real estate and i think a realtor and in involving them in the game plan and uh, having an exit strategy if you're 
in business or if you're if the spouse doesn't want to have anything to do with the real estate properties you just don't want to be in a position where you have to force sell something and take a loss so to get full value you want to get people involved and i think a realtor is a good good person to have on the team all right that makes a lot of sense all right the next person on the list is a nutritionist yeah really the next two nutritionist personal trainer sometimes those two can go hand in hand but, you know, at the end of the day, you get to a point in life that really your health is, is almost all you got. Um, you know, what's the point of accumulating good wealth and living a good, happy retirement when your health is bad or you're out of shape so you can't go and, and really enjoy life? Because as soon as you take five steps, you got to stop and bend over and catch your breath. You know, but, uh, you know, your health is, is, is super important. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your mind, your body. Uh, we got to be physically, mentally fit, and there's so much of that that food and what you put in your body is just, uh, you know, just as important as, as working out physically. You know, there's a there's. I went to a wedding one time in California, and and uh, the preacher up front said, you know, you have to love yourself before you love others, and you know, we are, we do have to take care of ourselves, and not only for ourselves but also for our family members. So, so I think that. Uh, you know, it's amazing, you know, what water can do and what certain foods can do. And I think a lot of people don't take the time to really study and, and maybe talking to a nutritionist that kind of goes through your day. And if you can record anything, you can find out, you know, little things that you can avoid that can really make a huge dip impact on your life. And uh, so in, in a personal trainer, of course, I have to pay somebody to hold me accountable. So that's me personally. I like to train with other other people. I like to do the circuit training, and, and it, 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 I end up doing 50% more than I normally do. And uh, But I have to have that to keep me uh, going and, and energized, and I like that peer uh, relationship with, with other people that want to take care of themselves. And, and I think that a personal trainer is – and also training properly. I mean, some people train, and they're, not, they're, they're getting injured and, uh, because they're not uh, training properly. And believe me, if I didn't have a personal trainer, I'd be injured all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. And as we get older, right, there's certain things that just happen to our bodies, you know, shoulder here, a little backache there. And a personal trainer goes a long way to be able to, you know, tell you how to lift properly, what you should be doing, because I'm still stuck in that mode where if, if I'm lifting, I'm probably going to pick up something that's too heavy for me just because I, I want to feel like I'm really lifting weights, right? <laughs> and then, then I can't lift for another month because I've done something to my back. So that no, that's a really good point. All right, as we come to the last person on your list, um, I'm really curious about this one, a family legacy specialist. What, what does that entail? Well, I can speak for myself, and that is, you know, both of our, Jeff and I's parents are deaf mutes, and and uh, the the name for me personally is um, is so important to me that for the integrity because you know I, I used to hate people saying my my parents are deaf and dumb you know they used to say that and now they call them deaf mutes but but the bottom line is legacy is very important to me and I want this business you know the business that we not only created and to help people uh, we wanted to to go on two or three four five generations and I you know the name is very important to me and. So that's my personal legacy uh, for myself. And of course, not only that, we got 40 employees and they've got kids and we want everybody to uh, stay together. And, and uh, I look at our group as helping other, we all, you know, serve uh, the people that we serve. And uh, I look at it as an honor. And I think that, you know, if something does happen to you, I'm just making sure there's a clear game plan with my wife and my daughter and my uh, brothers and my sister and, and we'll make sure that my mother's taken care of. So, you know, 
that I'm speaking for me. Everybody's different in their legacies that they want to pass on to the next generation. And I think that that uh, really mapping it out. Um, and and I think Jeff covered the last. Jeff, go over that uh, incentive trust that you that we recommend quite a bit on how that has an impact on the next generation. Yeah, you know, so, so sometimes you're you're. It's one thing just to structure, hey, if something happens to me, I just want my house, my money, my land, my property to go to my spouse or my kids or my grandkids. You know, so on a, on the surface, you know, a good estate planner or a good estate planning attorney can help structure those type of things with uh, minimal probate and hopefully, you know, as much privacy as is intended. Uh, but, you know, there's some families that want to take it a step further. So it's really more along the lines of, um, you know, what type of legacy do I want to leave that's beyond money and assets? Um, you know, what do I have to incorporate within my family structure or within my business in order to stretch the values and the things that are important, uh, you know, beyond, uh, money and property. You know, you see a lot from a tangible aspect of, you know, I've accumulated a million, two million, five million, ten million. I want to divide it between the kids, but I don't want to just give it outright to them. I want them to work for it. I want them to learn certain skill sets, certain values. So instead of just here, here's your percentage, let's spread it out over five years or ten years or whatever, you know, maybe we think of it different. Maybe, all right, you get X amount of dollars, uh, but everything else is tied to some sort of incentive. So you develop in this area. Here's a distribution. You turn in, I want to create a good work ethic and an incentive to work. So you turn in your W-2, your tax return, and the, and the trust will match it two times or three times or four times. You know, you give to a charity because uh, I want to, you know, instill the gift of giving or the importance of giving. And, and whatever you give, the trust will match it times two or times three or times four. But it can kind of extend beyond uh, things uh, with a little bit of thought and structure uh, to incorporate really whatever you want. And I would say incorporate, like Jeff just said, you want to incorporate your family members because, you know, what do you believe in and and what uh, what is your mission statement that you want your kids and grandkids to, to live by? And, and you know, knowing that, that, that if you're a billionaire, billionaires in three generations, the money is gone. So, you know, how do you instill those values and the things that, that you're, the things that, you lived by that on how you accumulated wealth how do you pass that on to the next generation to where uh, they can really live in gratitude instead of just take life for granted all right gentlemen this has been a great top 10 list uh and uh, i i after hearing a couple of those like i said I, a couple of them kind of surprised me but i agree 100 percent that that's great uh any closing thoughts for today's podcast yeah you know i would say for me you know we spent 30 years we started in 1982 and and it takes a long time to, to build a team of specialists around you. And that's kind of what we did in-house. We have a team of specialists that specialize in different things. And when we don't know something, we can go right down the hallway and find out. And I think that all these players uh, uh, are so important to society. And, and each team member is, um, or I would say, you know, CPA or your state planner out there. I mean, they do play a, an important role in people's families. And, um, uh, you know, I, I sometimes we have a lot of different relationships that, they tell us different things, so we take no action, which is action. And I think that having a team approach to uh, planning is is so important. And I think that the end result is the the families uh, feel more secure because they communicated well. 
it was organized. We simplified the process, and I think that uh, more families are uh, they get along better when they have great communication. And if you don't have communication, you got a lot of assumptions. And we've seen a lot of families that are torn apart, uh, brothers, sisters, and so forth, because there wasn't a game plan in place when it it could have been avoided. And we can eliminate all the assumptions among families. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. Another great podcast. Hey, we appreciate it. Good talking to you, Eric. Always enjoy it. And our last thank you, of course, always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Live Life on Purpose podcast with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when the guys come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Feliciano Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Live Life on Purpose with Jose and Jeff Feliciano. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Feliciano Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Lion Street Financial does not provide tax advice. Please consult the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance.